What's up, guys? Uh, we're here with the 46th episode of No Holds. And I know I'm a new face to you guys, so I'm just going to introduce myself. I've been on here a few times, so kind of refresh and reintroduce myself. If you don't already know, uh, my name is Andrea Duran, and uh, Jeremy is my husband. He is the one that has been kind of running with that vision of No Holds. And so, um, Again, my name is Andrea Duran, and I'm super nervous. <laughs> Y'all don't judge me, but this is my good friend, uh, Jamie Campbell, and her husband, Andre Campbell, has been on the podcast a few times, so um, she's here. She will be my official first interview, and as you can tell, uh, I'm pretty nervous, so you guys just show me grace and <laughs> compassion, and I think, ner I think that Jamie's nervous too, but anyway, we're just going to run with it and just go. Um, I really appreciate you guys. Uh, I know that the vision that God gave us for this podcast is just like people sharing their stories mm -hmm. and just uh, uh, we just continued to run with that vision. And even though Jeremy is going to school right now for a barber school and all that, and he's kind of briefly shared about that on the podcast or whatever, um, I accepted to kind of help and take over, especially with women. I feel like mm -hmm. uh, us women, we, we have a voice too. We have a story to tell, we have our testimonies. And so that's what we're doing now. And um, I won't go more into that uh, maybe later on. But uh, anyway, Jamie, introduce yourself and just kind of, thank you for being here and being my first interview. I'm sorry. What, what do you want me to um, I want you to share, first off, um, Jamie and I graduated together, yes. uh, class of 2004. All right, so uh, <laughs> we go way back. Um, we weren't super close in like high school mm -hmm. or whatever, but we do. Uh, we knew each other from way back when. I'm sorry. Uh, I want to shout out to Dave Dyke and James Redekop and John Gunther Mochaccinos for uh, just making all this happen too. Sorry. Mm -hmm. um, uh, they Mochaccinos provides a place for us to be able to host this podcast. Dave Dyke, James Redekop, you guys are awesome. Y'all help us with the editing part of it. And so I'm sorry if this, if I'm not doing well with this. But anyway, thank you guys so much for uh, sacrificing your time. Um, it is a lot. And so we really appreciate you guys. And you're making a difference. And people's lives are being touched. So um, anyway, Jamie, introduce yourself. Just kind of tell us about yourself, okay. your family, your kids, you know, all that. Okay. Okay. I'm Jamie. Um, I'm married to Andre. We've been married going on 12 years now in June, July. It'll be 12 years. Um, we have two kids. So I was um, not born here. I was born in California, but then I was raised here on and off, um, lived here pretty much on and off my whole life. Um, and then we lived in San Angelo and some different cities. And so I was raised in a single parent home. Um, and so that was a little rough, you know, and we had some different traumatic experiences, you know, and different hard things um, there. And so, but fast forward, like after I graduated and stuff, I went off to Rama, and then I met Andre in Silver Spring, Maryland. And that's where, you know, after that, after I met him there, then we met up again back at Rama, And then ever since then, we've been together. And so after that, we moved to Seminole and we got married and then we moved to Columbus, Georgia to help some friends start a church. And then we just felt that it was time to come back to Seminole. And so we've been here for the past four years and uh, we enjoy it. We enjoy being around family. Um, 
I have a pretty large family. A lot of people in this town, we're related, you know, aunts, uncles, cousins. Um, and so I'm not sure what else you want me to share. Or... Um, one, I just, I prayed about, <laughs> we laughed about it. We are like, we got to fast and like pray about what we're going to share. <laughs> but like jokingly, like I just, um, I asked you to be on um, because uh, I feel like you and I kind of have that same heart like uh god like holy spirit has kind of just worked on our hearts and and it, when it comes to like emotional health and mm -hmm. um just like growing up like i wanted to share uh growing up i didn't realize you know us going to school together i know you moved away and then came back but uh later on just kind of getting to know you and like getting closer or whatever i didn't realize like the things that you went through like growing up and mm -hmm. i was like wow like i had no idea that you came from a single parent home and like all the trauma that you went through and stuff like mm -hmm. um like seeing you from the outside in I was just kind of like oh she's got her life together and she's you know yeah. she's pretty and like guys were into you whatever mm -hmm. and it's just like I didn't think like I didn't know that you had gone through some of the stuff that you went through I guess you just yeah. kind of played it off pretty well I guess for the most part <laughs> of course we weren't really like that close and so um one thing uh, I just remember I don't know what year it was like coming to well of course it was family harvest at that time and I went to one of, one of the women's conferences and I think I've shared that with you like I just vividly remember like you sharing your testimony and you having like and I'm really good with visual mm -hmm. things and so that's why I think it kind of stood stuck out in my mind was like this umbrella right yeah. and then you had like these things that you dealt with like growing up that like God had healed you of and mm -hmm. you had had breakthrough and like mm -hmm. healing in um, but that was what what year do you remember that year 2010 I think or yeah because mm -hmm. I remember like being in that women's conference and just kind of like mind-blowing I was like oh my gosh like I didn't know that you dealt with like your mom leaving and just I wanted you to kind of share about that mm -hmm. like um, because I feel like a lot of um, people that deal with like the one parent household and just kind of um, that situation, like what that, like you have victory in that. Like you've, yeah. you've had mm -hmm. breakthrough mm -hmm. and you're still walking through some of that healing mm -hmm. or whatever, but you've also had breakthrough in those areas. Right. And so mm -hmm. like your mom, like leaving and, and then what kind of that looked like and Mm -hmm. just that healing process I yeah. guess okay so mm -hmm. during that conference is whenever like God just gave me or he mm -hmm. they had asked me to share my testimony then and God had just shown me or gave me you know um what is it uh mm -hmm. sticks and stones may break my bones yeah. and words do damage too yeah and we don't realize sometimes the power of our words mm -hmm. and there are a lot of negative words and things that were spoken over me and to me that carried like they didn't have an effect on me in my childhood, but when I got to an adulthood, I just started realizing all of the lies that I believed from those words. And so God had shown me, you know, like I was this, I was this, and I had them Velcro to me. And like, and then I replaced them with what God's word says about me. Yeah. And so, but I want to say like what you were saying, you know, sometimes, and then I wasn't aware or knew how to share my emotions mm -hmm. or to actually grab a hold of emotion that I was having and lean into it and like Holy Spirit show me what that is from, you know, yeah. or what it was caused by. Yeah. And so um, then like, I feel like we, we can all come with our Sunday best on, right? Yeah. 
you know, like we're showing up with our Sunday best instead of like people are experiencing our false self instead of our true authentic self. Yeah. And so when we allow ourselves to actually lean into those emotions, mm-hmm. you know, you're not leaning into them for them to master you. Yeah but so that God can bring you healing and bring you through it, right? So they're actually like a guide if you allow them to be. Mm -hmm. And so growing up, um, like I said, we grew up in a single parent home. Um, There was a lot of abuse, physical, mentally, emotionally. Um, uh, I was told I never wanted a third child. And like my mom picked me up from school one day and said she needed to go out of town and then she would be back and then she didn't come back Mm -hmm. and so i had to go and live you know with my sister for a little bit and then i eventually ended up back here so we moved we moved a lot and i lived with my grandma so when i moved that time i came and lived with my grandma and i finished but let me back up so in eighth grade i lived with my grandma for a little bit Mm -hmm. and then i went back and i lived with my family and then that situation happened and then I came back and I lived here with my grandma. And so it was a lot of back and forth, a lot of instability, no, not really a lot of structure. And I say all this not to bash, you know, because yeah. there's, yeah. we all have our own things that we're dealing with and as an adult now and dealing with some of the things um, like the trauma and the emotional stuff, like I can only imagine what it is that she went through and what it is that maybe she hasn't dealt with. And so I don't say this to bash, you know, anyone like that, but just to speaking of my testimony and what God has done through me. So I lived here and I graduated from here and then my grandma passed the, my first year in college. And that's when like my whole world turned upside down. Like she was my safe place. She was like just someone who was constant, you know, and so that just totally turned my world upside down. And I was in college at South Plains at that time. And so I moved. Actually, I had nowhere to go. Like, I was like homeless, you know, and I think back to it because that's where I lived. I lived with her. Yeah. And so my grandpa moved here and he bought a house and I lived with him for a while. Mm-hmm. And um, I mean, I say I was homeless. Like, that was my home. I have family here I could have stayed with. Yeah, but you they, kind of understand yeah. what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. And so I lived with him for a while, and, and then um, Dr. Jack came, you know, and he just was saying, he said, if anyone wants a word um, of knowledge or a word of wisdom, come to the front. So I went to the front, and that's when he was just declaring, and he spoke over my life, and he's like, you're supposed to go to Rama, You know, you've known you're supposed to go to Rama, and he spoke a lot of different things. And so I went off to Rama and graduated from there and met Andre, but even then, like, even, like, as you, as you continue in your, your walk with God, and you're open with Him, and you allow Him, He start, He keeps revealing things to you, and so it was just, even then, when Andre and I were together, you know, I was still broken, and I didn't realize that I was broken, Mm -hmm. and so, fast forward, we were married, you know, 10 years, nine years or so, and you know, God was just showing me, um, I just like had a meeting with the Lord. I, one morning I woke up and I was having these flashbacks of my childhood mm-hmm. and I was upset because I'm like, God, I have been robbed of things that I, that weren't, I didn't even know were mine. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. I've been robbed of things. And these past couple of years, God's just shown me 
like I've been reclaiming that ground. I've been taking those things back that were stolen from me that I didn't know were mine because we grew up in a very controlling and fearful household. Mm -hmm. And so that shut down every emotion. That shut down me being able to show up and even share or even knowing how to share, you know, like my emotions or how I felt or just certain situations. And so God gave me the word wholeness. And so I just grabbed onto that word and I was, have been reading books. Mm-hmm. I have been doing e-courses and there's other things. And God, you know, he's just shown me you, I didn't realize it, but I was doing things out of, um, for approval and acceptance, Yeah, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. and I didn't realize it's, it's like a codependency mm-hmm. thing too. That, yeah. And yeah. it was nothing ever extreme, <laughs> but it was just like, um, I don't even know an example, but it just has changed. Yeah. It has completely changed. Like since I've grabbed hold of that and, and grabbed that, those words and went, you know, like, cause the Bible talks about how, um, there's a scripture, show me your faith with basically kind of like, show me your faith without your works. And I'll show you my faith by my works, yeah. you know, cause we can kind of get in that, but I'm a Christian kind yeah. of thing. Mm-hmm. And why am I struggling with this? Like, I know the word I can yeah. confess the word. I yeah. can encourage you with the word, but I'm still struggling yeah. in certain areas. Yeah, yeah, I'm still struggling. Yeah. And so it's just like me grabbing a hold of this is like my faith and my works. You know, I'm showing, I'm putting the two together, yeah. you know, and it's been a, it's been an awesome journey since I've done that. Like God is really like, I feel like, like we've shared before, I've shared before with you, like, I feel like I've been digging myself out of this very dark tunnel this very dark place and I see the light you know I see the light um just from like from God just showing and revealing in me you know opening those doors to certain resources or certain people or certain ministries that are specialized in Mm -hmm. you know stuff like this and kind of have walked through similar situations And so uh, I don't know if you want to say anything. Yeah, it's just like it's not taken away from like the breakthrough and testimony that you had before or whatever. But it's like I just think that it's so important to, I guess, talk about the fact that like we're constantly like, you know, the word says like from faith to faith, glory to glory. Right. So Mm -hmm. we are constantly like walking through um, these things that we have experienced like humanity, you know, like Mm -hmm. the human condition. It's like you're going to go through stuff. There's junk. There's, you know, Mm -hmm. it's not just like the decisions we make, but also the decisions that are, that other people make that we have to go through, you know, like, Mm -hmm. um, and there are consequences or whatever. So, um, it can be from the decisions that we make, whatever the sins that we commit and stuff, but also like, okay, the things, the decisions others have made now I'm paying the consequences of it. Now, how am I going to like walk through that? You know, like what yes. you said, it's like, it's not bashing like your mom or whatever. Cause like, look, you, you can, you can't imagine like the things that she went through, you know, mm-hmm. like she had all this junk that I'm sure that, mm-hmm. you know, she was trying to like process and go through. And meanwhile, she didn't realize how it was affecting you. And it's not that she didn't love you. It's like, you can't give people like, you can't give someone what you don't have. And yeah. so um, that's something that like God has shown me is like, I expect these things from people when really like they can't give me what they don't have and like yeah. I, I need closure mm-hmm. and you know as a you know that's just the human condition it's like we we want that like we're all seeking to be accepted and loved and like wanted you know like yeah. you said it's not that you were like completely homeless because you knew that you could like turn to family 
in a sense, but it's like, I want to be wanted. I want to mm-hmm. be accepted. I want you to like say like, it's okay, like come and like mm-hmm. all, you know, but we don't like, it's, it's so hard. And so that's, I wanted you to share that because I know that there's a lot of people like, I didn't, like I said, I didn't like in high school, I didn't know that you went through all yeah. that junk. And yeah. I just, from the outside in, I was like, oh, wow, like, I just, you know, we've (laughs) talked about different things that happen in high school, and I'm like, what the heck? Like, you know, you just Mm -hmm. don't know what people are going through, and if we could just, like, um, extend that grace and compassion to each Mm -hmm. other and just kind of know, like, we're all, we all deal with junk, and, like, um, that's why I I believe, like, yeah, we need a savior, and, like, yeah, we can get into all that, but that was one thing I wanted you to kind of just share and touch on and stuff, because, um, it is something like, especially with one parent households and all that, you know, and just kind of walking through that healing and just kind of, and you're still walking through it, but like God has given you, like you've had breakthrough and Mm -hmm. then you're continuing to like practically, not just like spiritually. That's the thing too, is like as Christians, I think that's something that we've, um, especially now, like it's, we're more vocal about it. It's like, we, we've talked about it. It's like, I was in this place too where it's like you're building you know the the word says that we are spirit soul and body right we're a three-part being Mm -hmm. so you have your spirit man you have your soul which is your mind your will and your emotions and then your body was which is physical Mm -hmm. and so you get to this place where it's like I've been feeding my soul my my spirit Mm -hmm. like I'm praying I'm I'm quoting the word and I'm, I'm confessing and I'm doing everything that like the church is telling me to do or, or I feel like I've been taught to do, but why am I stuck? Why am I still struggling? Mm-hmm. Like what's going on internally? Like why can't I get past these things? And yeah. then you get to, it's like, okay, because our soul man, mm-hmm. like we get in these places where it's like God's trying to deal with us on things and we're not yeah. like fully. And so we need that help. Mm-hmm. You know, sometimes we need that push and that help. And so um, I think that like when you said that last year about like God giving you that word of wholeness, like mm-hmm. that was so good because it's like, yeah, like, yeah, he wants spirit, soul and body. Like he wants yes. us to it all mm-hmm. to be aligned, Yes, you know, and mm-hmm. then when it's not like we're not OK. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so yeah. I think that was good. And so one other thing that I remember you sharing was that like you felt like um, God sent Andre to kind of help like bring healing to you, right? Mm -hmm. And so I wanted you to kind of share on that Mm -hmm. because I feel like um, we're like, yeah, we we think like, okay, well, God can heal me and like, I don't need anyone else, but it's like, no, like God sends people to heal, right? Right, Or Mm -hmm. in that healing process, Mm -hmm. like how did Andre, I guess, help heal heal you? So Andre, you know, everybody knows like Andre is very sweet and very kind, you Mm -hmm. know, and gentle. And so that was something I didn't grow up with. Yeah. You know, and so... Um, so I think that that's one area, but when I was in the Dominican, when Andre and I, we were, we were dating and we went on, not us together, but we went with the team. I went with the team to the Dominican and there, um, I can't remember his name, but he prophesied over me. He called me out of the crowd and he said, um, um, no, I'm sorry. This was another time there. That was the same instant that I was prophesied over there, but I was sitting next to one of the interpreters and he's like, can I ask you a question? And I said, sure. And he's like, are you married? And I'm like, well, no. And um, he said, are you dating someone? And I said, yes. And he said, you're going to marry him and he's going to bring you the emotional healing that you need. Mm-hmm. 
you know, mm-hmm. so I just feel like it's been a process. Mm-hmm. It definitely hasn't been easy. Yeah. And, um, and there's work that's been done in both of us. Mm-hmm. And so, but just over these years, like, and especially in the past couple of years, um, I think we've just both have gotten more revelation of different things and different areas in our own life. And so I feel like with his constant and his gentleness and his kindness and his willingness to understand, you know, where I'm coming from, you know, and like there's certain times where we didn't understand each other, Mm -hmm. you know, and so that caused conflict. Mm -hmm. And, um, well, it goes back to like the cultural differences. So, Uh um, you guys are our interracial marriage. Mm -hmm. And so that, like, how was that, you know, going into it. Cause I mean, Jeremy and I are both Mexican and even though I look white, <laughs> like we're both Hispanic, even though we, we did have very, um, different upbringings in a sense, because my, mm-hmm. my parents, you know, my mom, that's all she speaks is Spanish. Yeah. So it, there is still a cultural difference, yes, yes. but not as mm-hmm. like different as you guys. So like, mm-hmm. was that difficult to, you know, just talk about that? I yeah. Guess, I mean, like, I don't feel like I, it was too diff- difficult, but God has shown me to mm-hmm. like over the years, like it's small town girl with city, Mm -hmm. you know? And so we come from two different experiences, Mm -hmm. you know? So this beat when Andre first moved here, like it was a shock for him. He didn't like it. (laughs) Yeah. Um, he was like, I don't see how anybody grows, wanted to grow up like (laughs) this. Like, (laughs) (laughs) like middle of nowhere, freaking West Texas. Like, Mm -hmm. yeah. But then now he loves it, you know? (laughs) Yeah. We would go on trips. So I feel like, there are certain things that are different. I can't pinpoint just like one thing right now, mm-hmm. but I, like I was, like God showed me that, you know, it's definitely different cultures, different yeah. upbringing, different, and we're completely different anyways, mm-hmm. you know. I love people and I enjoy being around people, but I also enjoy just being by myself. Yeah. And he's, mm-hmm. you know, he really enjoys being around people. He's a big people person, mm-hmm. which I think some of it has changed a little bit for him now. He enjoys being by himself, but, mm-hmm. um, uh, I will say, like, he's louder than me. <laughs> he, he, fits he, in with, okay. he fits in no, with okay. you. Yeah, yeah, we're, we're loud. I'm sorry. I don't have an inside voice. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I can't think of one thing that, I mean, it's definitely, we've definitely gotten stares. He's definitely been, you know, some very, very hurtful and ugly words, you know, have been said to him. And there's times where it's like, okay, I'm glad I wasn't in the store with you because I may have said something, you know, but it's just, um, and then when we moved to Alabama, like I experienced a little bit there with his culture, with how they would look at me or how they would treat me. And Mm -hmm. so I kind of understood, you know, but I I can't pinpoint like one thing that I'm just like, yeah, this is the very thing that's completely different. I'm, I could say something, but I'm not, because he would laugh and say, I told you, but I'm not going to say <laughs> we're it. Gonna, we're not going to go into that. I was gonna, maybe after the fact, no. Um, I, and then how was it, like, was there, um, and I think we've talked about this, but uh, when you guys decided to start having kids and stuff, were there thoughts that you had that you were, like, kind of afraid for your kids, or even mm-hmm. after the fact, like, those mm-hmm. thoughts that you have, like, I don't want them to, you know, because they are biracial right. or whatever, like, mm-hmm. 
Things that you have struggled with, I guess. Good. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. No, I didn't. And, and even being with Andre, like the things like that just didn't cross my mind. Mm -hmm. Like I knew, of course, that he was black, but it yeah. didn't cross my mind of like, mm -hmm. it's just not a big deal to me. Yeah. And so, um, but the longer we've been together, I have experienced it and I feel like I've come to a better understanding yeah. of what it's been like for him. And that breaks my heart. Like the other day I was actually in tears, like, and I was crying and I was praying, you know, just for unity because we can really, um, it's small minded when all we're thinking about is one culture, Yeah. you know, like God has created his creation is beautiful, you know, yeah. and he has all these all different. Yeah. yeah. And I feel like we really <clears throat> do ourselves a disservice. Yeah. When we can't come into somebody else's world and just kind of understand, you yeah. know, their culture or what things they like to do or different yeah. things like that and just yeah. appreciate people there at that level instead mm -hmm. of, you know, like having a superiority over a certain race or, you know, so. Yeah. yeah. I heard this the other day too on a podcast because um, I'm a podcast junkie and so I listen to podcasts often even though I can't multitask at work and my coworkers will tell you this. Like, I don't know why I even try. <laughs> but I do, like, I'll put it on and I'll just, like, listen. But, um one thing that I heard was like, love isn't agreement. Like, mm. like love is like, we're, it just really like stood out to me. Cause I was like, it is like, I can agree to disagree. Right. Like, especially having an 18 year old <laughs> right now that we constantly have conversations where I don't agree and she doesn't see it my way. And you know, Gen Z mentality or whatever. Mm. And I feel like I'm like, I feel like I'm a pretty open, I'm not one of those that is, I'm like, no, this is how it is. And I'm like, hey, talk to me and uh, tell me why you think this way or ex yeah. uh, explain mm -hmm. to me like your point of view or like your perspective, because I want to like seek to understand where you're coming from mm -hmm. and just kind of let's have this conversation because I'm not going to be like closed minded and just be like, this is how it is. And because that, I feel like that's what turns them away, like from, yeah. especially, you know, mm -hmm. not just God, but it's like having those open conversations with your parents. I remember growing up, like, you know, Hispanic parents, like I would talk to my mom, I was close to her in a sense, but then I started being dumb and doing things I shouldn't be doing. And I was like, heck no, I'm not telling her, you know, cause mm -hmm. she would, but it's like, um, if she had, maybe things would have been different if she had been like, hey, like, just talk to me and tell me, mm -hmm. no, it was more of like, don't have sex because you're going to die. And, you know, whatever. And like, you know, kind of that's extreme. <laughs> that but it was like, you. Yeah. <laughs> it was like, don't have sex. You're going to die. You're going to get pregnant uh -huh. and die, whatever. Yes. And um, I'm quoting a movie, by the way, if you don't know. <laughs> anyway, so it was just more of like this guilt, shame, yes, condemnation. Uh -huh. So like, I feel like we've always, we still have a really good, really, I talk to my mom all the time and mm -hmm. I feel like she's, yeah, like, but we don't fully agree on things. So I just want that relationship. Like, I don't know why God gave me daughters because I, I didn't picture myself having daughters. And I sure as heck, I don't know. But then now I see it and I'm like, okay, like we have this relationship where we can talk and like she can eventually mm -hmm. be a best friend of mine. You know, right now yeah. it's like kind of that where I'm like, hey, like I got to draw that line because mm -hmm. I can't, you're not, I can't be your friend and your mom at the same time. I can, right. but not really because you're mm -hmm. not going to run all over me. But I just think that it's just one of those things where it's like, if we could just like try to seek to understand each other and just like, Absolutely. and mm -hmm. I don't know if God showed, mm -hmm. like with Nora, you know, your daughter's yes. Nora, um, you have, I don't Owen. think you mentioned them, but yeah, oh, like, yeah. Uh, mm -hmm. so Owen is nine, nine. And then Nora is four, four. Mm -hmm. 
and sweet kids, um, but it's just something that like, you know, as a parent of a teenager, and then I have, you know, Skyra's uh, 11, and then Phoenix is three. So it's just kind of one of those things where it's like, we are having to like deal yeah. with this face on, or, or head mm -hmm. on face on. Um, but it's like, we're trying to, you know, have these relationships where we're able yeah. to communicate with each other and just like, or if Owen and Nora can feel like they can come to you and Andre and say like, hey, this is what's going on or whatever. Absolutely. Like, like I think mm -hmm. it's important to fight for connection with your kids. Yes. Yeah. You know, and that's, yeah. I think that's the goal rather than like a bunch of punishment. Yeah. Is fighting for connection and creating a safe place. Yeah. Where they feel safe, where they can come in and talk. Because, you know, we want to be their source of information yeah. and not yeah. their peers nor the exactly. world. And so if we create that safe place of where it's not, yes, there is time for correction and there's mm -hmm. time for all those things. But, and that's my goal. Parenting. I'd say is one of the hardest things I've ever done. Yeah. You know, um, mm -hmm. that my kids, like, I will say, like, after I had kids and we moved to um, Columbus, Georgia, well, actually we lived in Alabama, but we, the church was in Columbus, mm -hmm. was the start of a deep grieving process for me. Mm -hmm. Because just having kids and, like, knowing how much you love them, mm -hmm. and then you can't fathom, mm -hmm. you know, half of the stuff that's happened to you yeah. or you walk through and you don't understand. And then it's like, you feel like you have no one mm -hmm. that you can really like call and like yeah, pick up the phone for parenting advice yeah. or, you know, mm -hmm. just different stuff like that. And yeah. so, and then mm -hmm. to just like all the experiences and different things I walked through. Yeah. And so my kids have definitely been a true blessing. Mm -hmm. They've helped me walk through some of the hardest things, you know, mm -hmm. as well as Andre. But I feel like my kids, like when I had them, it was like, wow, like I was a mess. I was mm -hmm. a wreck. I will just say because, yeah. and I didn't even realize it then that that's when like the deep grieving process started for me. Mm -hmm. And, um, but parenting is definitely hard. And I feel like, and me and Andre have had conversations of just fighting for connection and it not being like, not parenting the way our parents parented. Yeah. Like we want to change the game, mm -hmm. you know, because we want to connect with them. Like I'm not saying what our parents did is wrong. Yeah, but, but they I feel like in what they knew. Yes, yeah. yes. Yeah. There's mm -hmm. different ways of reaching them. There's yeah. different ways of ministering to them. Yeah. And like, I don't believe in fear-based correction. Yeah. Like I'm going to control you with my eyes. You know, I'm going to yeah. control you with my body language. <laughs> yeah. Like, no, I want to have a connection with you so yeah. that you know, like, what you did hurt my heart. Mm -hmm. You know, and so that they can understand and then also create a safe place for them to come and say, hey, like, just the other day, Owen's like, Mom, I really don't like when, you yeah. know. So teaching them, like, you don't have, your emotions are fine. You don't have yeah. to be shut off in your emotions. You are willing and you could come and share yeah. them anytime. Yeah. I'm not saying that we're going to agree on it. Or yeah. that it's necessarily right, but I'm going to respect your emotions so that you learn as a child and going into adulthood yeah. how to share those things yeah, in a healthy as way. A boy, like as a man, yes. you know, mm -hmm. I think like even um, Jeremy has, I think James was on the podcast and just um, like James that helps. With it. And so he, he and, <laughs> you know, if you go back and listen, it's like as a boy, as mm -hmm. a man, you know, it, it you're taught like you can't share your emotions. You got to, you yeah. know, mm -hmm. and I don't want to teach that to my son. Absolutely. I want my son mm -hmm. to be able to 
you know, come to me and express his emotions yes. freely or whatever. And, um, but I think there's such a fear-based, like, I don't know what it is that, like, yeah. our culture just brings, mm-hmm. like, you're a man. Like, chin like, up. Like, it's man weak, up. Or it's weak if you yeah. cry. It's weak if your feelings are hurt. Or yeah. it's weak or you're a baby. And, yeah. you know, and that's one thing, like, I'm big on, too, is, like, let's, yeah. we're not name-calling. Like, no. God is the center of our home. Yeah. That means we're loving above all. Like, yeah. And so we're going to speak kindly to each other. I'm not saying it always happens, but some of our core values, you know, like God is the center of this home. Like, and that's not tolerated. And I feel like, so a lot of that, like those negative words and just like, and then can shut you down. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And then so um, there's, uh, Jamie's mentioned him, I think on Jason Wilson. Um, We listened to some of his podcasts and he's got an Instagram page and he's, he's very big on like, men and their emotions and stuff and one day he posted like how men like it's like if you feel like you're walking on eggs like pretty soon like if they if a man feels like they constantly have to walk on eggshells all the time like pretty soon they will never express their emotions like they will just learn how to kind of shut down Mm -hmm. I don't remember exactly how he worded it but it was so good and Mm -hmm. I read that and I was like man like it hit hard because I was like I feel like men do that Mm -hmm. especially like you know they're they see that we're in a mood yeah you know what i mean mm-hmm. like they sense the the mood like i can get home and my kids will sense like even my uh, ebony and scar so like oh my mom's in the mood or whatever because uh-huh. i'm like mad about work or whatever yes. then i get home and i'm just like i just need a minute to like disconnect but then i don't realize how that's affecting affecting them yeah them mm-hmm. and everyone and so it's like they kind of feel like they have to walk on eggshells and then like all right you good now like now we can talk or whatever yes, and i'm like uh-huh. it shouldn't be that way mm-hmm. like we should be able to like approach you at any time yes yeah. like uh, mm-hmm. learn how to process your emotions right so that your family doesn't feel like you're they're walking on eggshells yes. all the time and mm-hmm. I don't know I don't I mean I don't have the answers to the solutions I just know that that's a problem yeah like for a lot of families mm-hmm. and so if you feel like either your wife or your husband or whatever um or your kids like or they they've voiced that and have said that it's like all right get some help like figure yeah. figure things mm-hmm. out and learn how to process those things because yeah especially with boys or whatever it's yeah. like something that I don't I don't want my son to ever feel that way like he can't fully express what what's going on internally yeah and then he pushes it on you know what it's like yes and so that's the thing is like if we're we don't know how to express you know our emotions or kind of just share you know and I'm not talking about like being reckless with it you know like yeah you learn a healthy way to yeah. how to share, right? You're self-aware. But yeah, and yeah. you're self-aware of what's mm-hmm. going on. And I feel like that's been such a big thing for me is being mm-hmm. self-aware of like, okay, in this moment, I felt embarrassed, mm-hmm. you know, or in this moment, I felt anxious. Well, was I really embarrassed about something I just did that maybe yeah. like, maybe it wasn't kind or maybe it wasn't something and now I'm embarrassed, you know, mm-hmm. like at first I feel anxious, but maybe the root of it really is that I'm embarrassed of how I acted, you know? Yeah. And so, um, with Owen and having um, like a little, I was going to say a little boy, he's just a young child, I guess, mm-hmm. not a baby yeah. anymore. Know. I know. Yeah. Um, I mean, and like men need honor, mm-hmm. you know, and so mm-hmm. that's right. what our young men need too. They need yeah. honor. And so, and there's times where it's like, I'm sorry, Owen, I didn't handle that correctly. Mm-hmm. Will you please forgive me? You know, yeah. at the same time, when you do this repeatedly and I've already asked you, you know, yeah. and like creating that space where we can talk, he can talk and we repent together mm-hmm. and we move on, you know, but at the, like the biggest thing is like, I want to honor him as a young man. Yeah. 
and I want him to feel that honor, you know, and I want him to feel, and the same with Nora. I want to honor her and respect her Mm -hmm. and she's full of emotion right now. Mm -hmm. And so it's just like, okay, girl, like, Mm -hmm. yeah, let's let's get it together. No, I'm just kidding. But she's just young. And so, but it's been good, you know, just those experiences and just learning Mm-hmm. how to parent and parent well, yeah. you know, and not parent from past experiences yeah. and not let that control me nor decide how I'm going to act, you know, yeah. because I don't want, I want to break yeah. curses yeah. that have been following mm-hmm. us. And I want my kids to have better when they're yeah. married and when they move on and they have kids yeah. and I'm not going to do it correct, you know, perfect. Andre's not going to do it perfect, yeah. but I want to set a great, a good foundation so that when they get married, they could even do it better. And then their kids can even do it better, yeah. you yeah. know? And so it's yeah. just like setting that standard of your home. What yeah. are those core values? You know, what do you believe in mm-hmm. and giving yourself grace because yeah. it is hard. Yeah. Well, and it was good what you said, like just being self-aware, not an excuse to like be reckless and be like, well, because that's something I've had to mm-hmm. like kind of like God dealt with me on. It's like, OK, we can't like use that as a crutch or like as yeah. an excuse like, oh, because what I've learned is, you know, walking through this um Mainly, like, I, I've, I've joked about it, but really, I'm like, I need to go to, like, counseling or something. Because, like, I think that <laughs> what I've learned um, just uh, by seeking out answers mm-hmm. and just listening to podcasts and reading things or whatever is, like, like there's times, like, people get stuck in, like, trauma responses. So, like, yeah. you can get stuck in, like, this state of mind where, like, if you go through trauma or whatever... Um, you're stuck in a trauma response. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so you can have this mentality in certain areas where you're like, you act like a kid, like Nora, you know, yes. she's what, mm-hmm. four, how old is she? Four. Four. <laughs> so it's like, you can have this trauma response and you're stuck in that because mm-hmm. you had this thing that happened. It doesn't have to be like this huge thing, but ultimately like, it's like, this was trauma for me because it hurt me. Um, but you're stuck in that and you can't get past that because mm-hmm. you haven't like, gotten healing from oh, it yeah. or like mm-hmm. tried to even get mm-hmm. healing from it or known how to heal from it um and so I think about it, I'm like how do people without God do it like I don't know or like how do like mm-hmm. people that don't have Holy Spirit or like don't have that hope or whatever and so I think mm-hmm. about like I don't know and then on the opposite end of, end of it it's like you you want to have that um open relationship with your kids where it's not all fear-based and yeah. it's not all like discipline because mm-hmm. that's what I've also struggled with is like growing up like never feeling like I was good enough Mm -hmm. or like there's expectations that I have to meet and then like didn't have a good relationship with my stepdad you know my dad died my stepdad we just did not get along and Mm -hmm. so it was always like this like I'm not good enough and I whatever and so then it like sometimes like I'll view God it's like things happen and I think like well it's my fault because I didn't do this or that or whatever and so it's like a fear-based like yeah. I didn't meet his expectations, so now I'm being disciplined in a sense or whatever, yeah, I yeah. guess. Mm-hmm. But you want to create that, like, earthly example for your kids so that mm-hmm. they can, like, come to you and talk to you and say, like, hey, I messed up and I did this and, like, I need help or whatever versus, yes. like, Not I can't talk to you. It. You know, yeah, like, yeah, mm-hmm. because I'm going to get punished or whatever. Right. And so that's good. Like, I don't know. We're just walking through it and learning. I don't like I'm just still walking through it, but that's just something that I deal with and like God has shown me. Like I I, I wanna be that earthly example for my kids because I don't want them to feel like they can't open up to me mm-hmm. and like express that and 
But I also want to like draw that line and say like, hey, like, yeah, you're making this like you're using this as a crutch, like you're mm -hmm. making excuses, kind of mm -hmm. that deal. So, yeah. Anyway, sorry. No, you're good, and I think mm -hmm. you know the way you present it and you the you the words that you use mm -hmm. is very powerful because yeah. a lot of times when I was gonna say like there was times where I feel like I couldn't show up as an adult to my life. I'm I'm an adult. I'm 35, 36 years yeah. old, mm -hmm. and I can't show up as an adult in certain areas mm -hmm. because when I've entered a situation, now they've reached my inner child because I don't know how to handle this yeah. situation or yeah. show up. It's like in a trauma response. Yes, as a, <laughs> yeah. you know, as an adult. And it was just like, but for me, I think one of the game changers was is reading the Boundaries book. Mm. I did a Boundaries. Um, John got us that book, and I never finished it. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's anyway, a great so, book. Yeah, it is. I'm so, sorry. but I did two Boundaries books. Yeah. I did a Bible study, and then I also read that, and it was yeah. um, very like I was going to say life altering. I don't know if that's yeah. the word, mm -hmm. but like just really learning what changer. yeah, yeah. what you're responsible for, what somebody else is responsible for. Yeah. They talk about you know your inner child in that okay. book as well. Um, and it may talk about it in some other books too, mm -hmm. but just knowing like how I act and how I treat somebody, you know, says everything about me. Yeah. And how, you know, somebody else acts and how they treat someone says everything about them. Yeah. You know, and I have no control over that. So, mm -hmm. um, and I feel like, you know, I'm, and they kind of put it in this, like you're, you have this yard, right? Mm -hmm. And so you're responsible for everything in this yard. Yeah. And sometimes people try to put their feelings or their emotions in your square, in your yeah. yard. And it's not yours, it's theirs. Yeah. But we can take on those situations or even when we're walking into a room, like we can put things that are not ours, mm -hmm. but carry, does that make sense? Yeah. But carry that emotion yeah, yeah. and not be able to actually fully um, uh, separate it, I guess mm -hmm. is the word, and like show up, you know, like, as an adult and be able to make decisions, you yeah. know, that are going to benefit you and your yeah. family. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, not like being able to say no. Yeah. You know, <laughs> and being able to say no again and being okay with because it. Because it's, it goes back to, I'm glad you said that because I'm reminded of, um, okay, so Christianity, it's like you, that's why you have, like, I'm like, Holy Spirit needs to like, right. And he does, he, he teaches, he helps us and he speaks to us. But I think that sometimes we get, it's so skewed because we hear messages of like, lay your life down and take up your cross and, and do this and that. And so then we have this like mentality of like, I got to sacrifice everything. And that's like my family, my, you know, yeah, because I got to take up my cross and do this. Otherwise I'm not a good Christian. And what's mm -hmm. happened or what I've experienced in the years that I've walked, <laughs> you know, mm -hmm. I mean, I grew up Catholic, you know, so, and then uh, didn't go to church for a long time and then got saved uh, or started coming to Family Harvest. And I'm so thankful for my church and, mm -hmm. you know, um, but it's, uh, so I was 21 or whatever. But anyway, like I went in, like I gave, I was like committed and I'm like, I'm going to do this, that, whatever, I'm going to serve, I'm going to do this. But then at what cost, like, because what I'm, that's a coping mm -hmm. mechanism of, of me, coping mechanism of mine is like I want to people please, yeah, and I want you to accept me, uh -huh. and I want you to like me, yes, and I want you to love me. And so what I'm what I'm mm -hmm. gonna do is I'm gonna 
lay it all down. I'm going to sacrifice everything that's including my happiness, my family, whatever, so yeah. that I can show that I'm being a good Christian. Mm-hmm. But at what cost? Like, it's mentally, like, yes. messing me up. <laughs> like, <Yes. laughs> And so then years go into it, and I'm like, why am I bitter? Like, what is this rage? Yes. What's going on? Mm-hmm. And it's because... I haven't, like, mm-hmm. learned how to, like, fully, like, love myself and really fully un- understand and accept, like, what that means. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I guess you, you need, like, because I feel like serving and giving back and, like, yeah. yes, we need to do that because mm-hmm. Jesus said he came to serve, right? Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. he served his disciples and everybody's like, what does that fully, like, what does that look like without it being a coping mechanism yeah. <laughs> in a good mm-hmm. way? You know what I mean? Like, yeah. without it being... Like, mm-hmm. I want you to accept me and love me. And it's it's more about me still, in a way. It's, like, narcissistic in a way. Because yeah. you're just like, I want you to love me. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Which, in turn, it's never filling that void. No. You know? It's not. And so, And then like, you're bitter. Yeah. And you're angry. Because mm-hmm. you're not... It's not in a right way. It's not with the right heart and the right mind. Mm-hmm. And, like, what Jesus intended. Like, what yeah. Holy Spirit is... Yeah. So, So, yeah, what it made me think of and what I've read this out of one of the books I was reading is like we all have this God spot. Right. Yeah. And so our God spot, that's where our need where we get, you know, Mm -hmm. he is our source of identity, acceptance, you know, all of those things. He's our Mm -hmm. source for everything that we need. And then people come around and reinforce that. Right. Yeah. And so when he's not when God is not in our God spot, Mm -hmm. whatever is our whatever is um, in our God spot, that's where we go to for that need, Mm. you know? And so like, I need acceptance and I need love. So then I'm doing all these things, you know, I just want, and you, and you unknowingly are doing it, you know? It's subconsciously, you don't even realize you're doing that. So it's just like now, and that's Mm. where, you know, even me, I still have to ask myself, okay, is God in my God spot? Yeah. Is he my source for this? Is he my source for this? Yeah. You know, or am I doing it being aware, you know, Yes. of your motives behind it yeah. and and that's just kind of what just reading that and God has shown me and that's just where it's like I God showed me like I I did that and I I didn't know that I was doing that yeah. like just for need of acceptance like we all have that need yeah you know we all like God's created us for community and for fellowship and to be loved and to be deeply known yeah. so we all have that need and so it's not something that is necessarily bad but yeah. it's something that God is the source of that yeah. and then people come and reinforce it yeah yeah and, mm-hmm. and we're like and another thing is like we're we're seeking not to be like we are trying to avoid pain at all costs but ultimately like we mm-hmm. do that to ourselves because yeah. we're like you know we don't even realize that we're doing that but mm-hmm. we are like and so that's something that i've you know over the years have kind of just like been more uh self-aware about or just kind of came across because i was like man what is that like where is all this like hurt, yeah. anger, and mm-hmm. bitterness coming from? And it just starts to kind of just like manifest, and you're just like, yeah, what's going on internally? Like mm-hmm. what happened? And then you're having to like dig deep and like, and you have to purposely like do that. Otherwise, you're just gonna get stuck in that. And and then you know that's where you see people completely like denounce God and turn away, and it's like. Yeah. I'm well, done. <laughs> like, yeah. I'm not. And is it like a healthy you is a better you, you yeah. know? And yeah. you want to make a change in people's lives for the better. Yeah. And so, and that's what I was going to say earlier when you were talking about that is like when we don't, when we are not self aware or that we are self aware and we know what's going on inside of us, but we don't actually deal with it. Yeah. And we just stuff, stuff, stuff explode. Yeah. 
yeah. stuff, stuff, stuff explode, right? Mm-hmm. And so that's like a red flag. So we should be like, okay, God, what are you trying to show me? What mm-hmm. is it that's going on, on on the inside of me? What do you want to teach me in this situation? Allowing the pain to be a revealer, yeah. you know, and not something that you run from, yeah. right? Not putting on your Sunday's best, but actually yeah. showing your real authentic, authentic. self yeah. Yeah. and like, allowing those safe people that you trust to come in and like help you process or talk to. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I will say like, I've even looked into counseling. I haven't been to counseling, mm-hmm. but yeah. I believe that God, you know, God reveals those things in due time. Yeah. Like he knows where you are. Yeah. Not just saying you, I'm just saying yeah, in general, everyone, like yeah. he knows where you are. And so he <laughs> knows when you're ready to actually dig in to these deeper. That your, your heart is ready yes. to like receive mm-hmm, those mm-hmm. things because I feel like sometimes like things can be said and we're very defensive about it, right? Yeah. Like we don't receive mm-hmm. it and we're like, you don't know what you're talking about. Like right. what the heck are you talking yeah. about? Like no. And especially like me, like I can be rebellious and like you're not going to tell me what to do. Like mm-hmm. kind of that mentality or whatever. Mm-hmm. But then I start to like think about it, think about it. I'm like, man, maybe that is what's going on, you know? <laughs> but I think that like you said, like God mm-hmm. will meet us where we're at. And yeah. then at that right time is mm-hmm. whenever he, because he's been like kind of like, what is that scripture that says like, you plow and you don't look back. I don't remember. Anyway, okay. I always joke about like, whereas like you put your hand in the plow and you don't look back. Yes. But necessarily like, you're plowing the ground mm-hmm. because like God's softening that, that space in your yes, heart. Yes. And then he's like, finally, like somebody says something and then you're just kind of like, oh yeah, like it just, I don't know. It you're just, ready to receive it. Yeah. And mm-hmm. then you're like, okay, yeah, you're not so defensive about it. And right. then you really start to think about it. And then you're like, yeah, you realize is there problem. is an issue. Yes. There's a problem there, mm-hmm. you know. I'm crazy. <laughs> like, I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> Whatever, but anyway. Um, so, yeah, like, I think that that's why I asked you to come on. Because I feel like, uh, which we've talked about, it's just, like, emotional health and emotional, like, because I think it's so important mm-hmm. with our spirit, like, our spirit man be yes. aligned with our soul man. And um, mm-hmm. what does that look like? What are, you know, because... We have these moments, um, and I've walked through stuff, and you've walked through stuff where it's like you didn't realize you were going through depression or what are these things, you know. And it's like yeah. in hindsight, you're like, oh man, this is what's what was going on. And now I've walked through these things, and so now I want to help. God, it used me to help others and just kind of like bring light to those um, those things, so that people aren't stuck in that forever, mm-hmm. you know. There and then their loved ones aren't suffering mm-hmm. because of it, you know. But um, just like our heart to just help kind of shed light on that, you know, and just yeah. like wholeness and, and spiritual mm-hmm. wholeness. But, um, is there anything else that I feel like, or I wanted to ask, like, if there's anything else that you feel like you wanted to share, kind of just open up about as far mm-hmm. as it doesn't even have to be about your story or testimony, but anything else that, yeah. Well, one <laughs> thing that kind of like hit me too is, um, is you can you can be a Christian and be unhealthy, mm-hmm. and I think so. We don't yes. realize that or take mm-hmm. that into consideration because we can be in church for ten, twenty years, yeah. and have a form of godliness, but deny the power of it actually yes. working in our lives, mm-hmm. and um, and that's when the true transformation comes. And I think like when I read, um, it's called "Are You Really Okay." Mm-hmm. Um, and she, that's her big thing is like, you can be Christian and be unhealthy and that's okay. Yeah. You know, 
but like take take the steps you need go to counseling Mm -hmm. get the help you need reach out to a trusted friend um or anything and like dig in deeper you know because a healthy you is a better you you know and the goal is like who am I standing alone? You know, that's what kind of, she kind of talks about too. Like even in dating, like who are you standing alone? Like if you don't know who you are standing alone, then you shouldn't even be dating right now. Like you need to work on yourself and (laughs) there's nothing wrong with that. Mm -hmm. Right. Because we want to make each other better. Like even if that relationship didn't work out, the two, the two people should go walk away being better people. Right. Not being a mess because we don't know how to treat each other. We don't know how to communicate. We don't know how to interact, anything like that, right? Yeah. And yeah. so um, that would be my thing I would say. Like, just because you're Christian doesn't mean that you're healthy. Mm-hmm. Like, check your heart, check your spirit. What has God been dealing with you about? Mm-hmm. You know, and do the work. Like, it's hard. Mm-hmm. It's been hard. Um, but it's also been very rewarding and the most freeing experience that I've ever experienced. Yeah. And like I've experienced the father in a way that I've never experienced him on this mm-hmm. journey. Yeah. And, um, and it wasn't just like, I just want to throw this out there as a disclaimer mm-hmm. too. It's like, it wasn't just cause like, Oh, I went to Bible school and you know, it's like, absolutely no. not. And I will say like, yeah, <laughs> I feel like that sometimes that yeah. irritates me because it's like, Oh, you went to Rama. So you know yeah. Genesis <laughs> yeah. through yeah. You know, you through Revelation. That. Like I call you out. I think I've done that. Just I, you know, like, hey, like you went time. to Rama. What was that scripture? I know, and I will <laughs> say, cute, like, yeah, my two years at Rama was absolutely like it's changed my life. I yeah. loved Rama, um, mm-hmm. and I appreciate you know the pastors. My true transformation started after that. Yeah. You know, because yeah. that's when you're, tra- you have to put the word to work or it's not going to work for you. Mm-hmm. Right. And uh, so you have to actually um, <clears throat> apply it, apply it yeah. to your life. Yes. Mm-hmm. And so that's when, and then just the longer, I mean, I've been saved going on 20 years. Yeah. And God is just now bringing this stuff up yeah. for me, yeah. you know. So you can be a Christian for a very long time and be very unhealthy, have unhealthy attachments, mm-hmm. unhealthy Un- response. Yes, yes. And, yeah. and, um, and there's nothing like and there's, I mean, if you want to, like, that's what I was telling my daughter the other day. Mm-hmm. Like, we had this whole conversation. Um, it's like, you know, it doesn't mean that you're down to hell. I don't, like, yeah. I feel like you can be a Christian and, you know, it's like you, you love Jesus, you've confessed him, like you realize yeah. you need a savior, you know. But at the same time, like you have all this, like, I'm like, why do you believe that? Like, why do you think this way? But it's because of what's being, you know, what they're seeing, what they're viewing, yeah, whatever. Yeah. But I, I'm saying all that to say is like, I'm like, listen, like God, God's word, like he said, it, he created us male and female. Like he, um, you know, he, that was what his will was for us. Like his will was for a, a man to live, leave his father and mother and, and become one flesh with his wife or whatever, yes. you know? So there's all these things that God like intended for us because he knows what's best for us mm-hmm. because he created us this way. Um, we're created in his, in his image and, mm-hmm. and all these things, you know, that, that scripture says, and it's like, but if you go against what God's will says, if you go and you're like, okay, well, I'm going to seek this and I'm going to find my identity in this and that, whatever. It's like, okay, well, you're basically creating your own hell here on earth and right, you're, yeah. and you're seeking all these things and you're never going to be fully like fulfilled. Like it may be temporary. You may have this like high temporarily, like it's just like with drugs or whatever. Mm-hmm. And it's like, you may feel good for a little bit, but eventually mm-hmm. it's like, you're, you're empty yeah. and you're still seeking that 
you know and so it's like it's not we're not saying like you're you're damned to hell or whatever it's like no. you're you're not gonna mm -hmm. but it's like at the same time it's like you're like this is what god wanted for you like this is his will for you so it's like um he wants emotional wholeness he wants you to have these things that he his word says to have but um but we're the ones like mm -hmm. love is a choice yeah. right mm -hmm. like he didn't create us to like how they say you know we have free will we're our free moral agents or whatever it's like he wanted to create like to have a relationship with mm -hmm. him but yet we're like nah like we're gonna seek this and we're gonna like rebel and do whatever mm -hmm. and he's like okay like go ahead like he's not mm -hmm. gonna if we come back to him he's not gonna be like no like i'm done with you right whatever mm -hmm. but there are consequences to Absolutely. our actions mm -hmm. and like and then we're like the one suffering but but he's always there with open arms like the prodigal that's, son yeah, like that's what I was thinking about. yeah mm -hmm. it's like he runs with he runs to us like mm -hmm. that story will forever be special to me because it's like you you go you walk away from him and then like this the father's like hey like he's running to you in the field and he he doesn't care what you've done what you whatever it's like oh you're coming back to me like i love you yeah and i'm i'm one and yeah that whole story is it really means a lot to me and mm -hmm. so um anyway like that's something that i'm glad that you you talked about because it's like yeah uh it's something that needs to be talked about more mm -hmm. uh, especially nowadays with <laughs> like the whole it, even just like um people you know it's like oh the last days and look what's happening and stuff and it's like yeah like i hear a lot of like get right get right you know and it's like but it shouldn't be like fear-based like absolutely not no it should be like mm -hmm. man, relationship like, you yeah know? Like, and man, I'm, not, I'm really, like, hurting and messed up, yeah. and, like, I mm -hmm. need God, like, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Mm -hmm. So. Well, yeah. and I'll say one other thing that um, uh, Chris, um, I don't know if it's Jason or one of the Valentins, mm -hmm. they talk about oh, how, okay. um, yeah. you know, if time was a healer, yeah. if time healed all pain, yeah. then people in prison would be yeah. the freest people, right? Yeah. Because yeah. they have time, yeah. right? And mm -hmm. so, but it's not that. It's mm -hmm. actually processing your pain yeah. that actually will heal it. Yeah. And so it's taking that time mm -hmm. to whatever it is that you've gone through mm -hmm. or whatever it is that you're dealing with and actually mm -hmm. taking time to process it and allowing God to show you, you know, what is it? Mm -hmm. What is it? Why do I feel this way? And like we said, we're not, we're not acknowledging our emotions to master us. Yeah. But we're acknowledging them because they it is a trigger. A, yeah. It is a, like a red flag, you yeah. know. And so um, I would just say, like, take the time, you know, yeah. to dig deeper. And in. you said emotions, and I just want to share this, too, because this is something that Pastor Mike, Pastor Michael, <laughs> Pastor Mike said in, in youth service one, one evening. And it really blew my mind because mm -hmm. I was like, and I told him even after the fact, I was like, I had this revelation because he said, you know, emotions are part of us they're not they're not meant to master us right. Absolutely. like so jesus you know we see jesus and we read the gospels and it's like he wept he he went through and he had his or yes. you know he got angry or whatever in like a holy anger mm -hmm. but he's like you don't sit there and like whenever someone's like excited and celebrating and like happy you don't sit there and tell them like hey chill dude mm -hmm. like calm down like stop being so happy yeah. or whatever like stop celebrating no, you let them like enjoy it and like soak it in and express their emotions mm -hmm. and their happiness. And in the same way, like we don't, we shouldn't sit there and like condemn those that are hurting and like 
crying, like especially someone that's grieving or whatever. Yeah. It's like we want to hurry up and just kind of like rush people through their, you know, it's like, oh man, it's gonna be okay or whatever. Mm -hmm. Like you'll be okay. Like look at God and like look what God, you know, give them perspective. Yes. But I'm like, no, let them sit in their pain for confess a little bit. Confess the word. You know, <laughs> like confess the word. Like show your faith. You know what I mean? Like where's your faith at? Like yeah. you know what I'm like. Just get over it. Like let yeah, it go. <laughs> like. like yeah, and so mm -hmm. that's what I think that happens, uh, or that's what happened to me anyways. Like, I felt like I couldn't really fully, like, I felt guilty for feeling pain yes. and feeling mm -hmm. emotions. And yeah. then I was like, I'm such a crappy Christian. Like, why can't I get past these things? And then, you know, so I would, like, on my own kind of just, like, grieve or whatever. And then didn't really, like, get to express it or vocalize it until it was really bad. And then I would explode. <laughs> and yes. then it was bad. <laughs> and then it was, like, you're, it was ugly. And yes. so then it was just this vicious cycle. And it, I think I've been stuck in, you know, it's just yeah. you get stuck in that. And then you're trying to get, and then I feel like the longer you're probably stuck in it, the mm -hmm. the worse it is in a sense. Because you're, like, yeah. that's what you know. And then yeah. you kind of just kind of. Learn how to live mm -hmm. in that, you know, mm -hmm. and I'm like, no, I want to get we want to get out of that so that we can not only like for ourselves, but for our loved ones. And yeah. we don't want to mm -hmm. continue to like sabotage the relationships that we have, you know, because we can't get past these things or whatever. And so but that was one thing that Pastor Mike said. And I was just kind of mind blown because I'm like, yeah, that's true. Like we don't sit there and like tell people like, all right. Yeah. No, you know, like yeah. stop celebrating. Like you had this awesome thing happen to you. Like mm -hmm. chill out. But I'm like same thing in our pain. Like yes, you want to like, and, and then the word says like carry each other's burdens. Like be there yeah. for each other. You mm -hmm. know, it's like we, but we're uncomfortable with people like hurting. Yeah. And we want to like, all right, mm -hmm. like you're okay. You know, let's mm -hmm. let's move past this or whatever. Whether it's losing a lost or like losing a loved one or whatever the the yeah. situation mm -hmm. is doesn't have to be that you know what I mean so that was one thing that came to mind that I'm like just things like that that I'm like we're working through that we're we're yeah. we're learning and like Holy Spirit's showing us and like okay let's let's help others see yeah. that and have that mm -hmm. like revelation you know yeah one one thing like what it's that scripture that talks about how beloved um I wish that your soul's prosper. Yes. Or that you prosper even as your soul yes, prospers. Yeah. Yes. And yeah. so that was one thing like I grabbed onto is mm -hmm. just like my yes. soul prosper. It's like it's time. Yeah. It's time for my soul to prosper. Yeah. You know, we would sing that song like it is well with my mm -hmm. soul. And I'm like mm -hmm. inside I'm like I'm a little angry because I'm like, God, it is not well with my soul. Like <laughs> yeah. it is not well. Like right now it's a declaration. Like yeah. it's not well with my soul. Mm -hmm. And I will say like I'm like to a point where it's just like, I'm experiencing that freedom yeah. where it is well with my yeah. soul. It is yeah. well in my mind. It is well in my emotions. It is well in my intellect, you know, like, mm -hmm. um, so good. Yeah. yeah. And so it's like, God wants you to be in that place, like mm -hmm. not only in health, but in your soul. Yeah. Like just That's as your true. health is prospering, he wants your soul to prosper. Yeah. And you that know? like Holy Spirit gave, I was mm -hmm. asked to speak at a circle group, um, I don't know, sometime last year. And, um, and, uh, like I asked Holy Spirit to give me a scripture to go like, you know, and he gave me that scripture. That, and okay. it was so good because mm -hmm. I was like, I've heard that scripture a million times, but it was always like, uh, like in relation to tithing, so like and giving, you know, yes. financially, mm -hmm. like monetary. And I like he gave that to me and I was just sitting there like, oh, my gosh, like I had new yeah. revelations. Like he's talking about your soul, yeah. your mind, your will, your emotions. Yes. Like, mm -hmm. beloved, I pray that you prosper even as your soul prospers. Yes. So it's like. 
he it's not just about all the stuff no it's it's more Absolutely. i'm like I'd rather be at peace with myself and my emotions than freaking have all this stuff. Like, yeah, it just proves that. Mm -hmm. I mean, so many people that have had wealth and all the riches, whatever, it's like they commit suicide. They, it's like, why? Because they're not okay internally. Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't matter what you have, like, yeah. you know. But anyway, I'm sorry. I can't, That's why I told Jamie, I was like, I talk too much. <laughs> I don't know You're what good. it's like. You're I feel good. like it, he's like, well, just a conversation. I'm like, oh, I still talk too much. <laughs> I'm like, but anyway, anything else? Um, I don't think that there was anything else as far as I just wanted you to kind of share that your upbringing mm -hmm. and then also just what that looks like now and just walking through that. And you're still walking through. Yes. Through mm -hmm. healing and just yeah. kind of revelation. I feel like we're always yeah like God's always showing Growing us things and, you know mm -hmm. yeah and God was just showing me the other day because like um I read a book in January and then I hadn't picked up a book mm -hmm. and I'm like and God was just showing me like you need to continue yeah. to grab on to that word wholeness yeah. because there are other things you mm -hmm. know and yeah. so did he give you a new word this year I don't know I'm you. still just okay and you know I've yeah. actually last year I want to say was like the first year where it was like Mm -hmm. I actually prayed about a word, you know, yeah. and it was in my time whenever, yeah. like, I woke up early and I just, like I was saying at the beginning, like, I was having all these flashbacks in my childhood mm -hmm. and I was upset mm -hmm. and I was emotional and it was like, I just had, like, a meeting with God. I yeah. like, like the, a come to Jesus The meeting. Lord, like, <laughs> yeah. met me in yeah. my soppy mess yeah. <laughs> in the living room yeah. in my chair and it was just like, we were having this conversation and this dialogue and, you know, and... He just, that's when he gave me that word. Like, I'm like, Lord, what is a, a word for me this year yeah. that I need to focus on? And, mm -hmm. and it's wholeness, you know? And so God just showed me the other day, like, too, like, I need to continue yeah. to seek out mm -hmm. yeah. and, and, like and other areas. About it. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah. That's good. And, you know, even at the conference, the women's conference, they were talking about what's God already showed you mm -hmm. that you still need to be doing, you know? And I yeah. feel like that can relate to so many different areas mm -hmm. that I felt like to me, for me, like it's still seeking that out, you know? Yeah. Like God has yeah. so many things, but yeah. he's, he's really focusing on being emotionally whole. Yeah. And so, yeah, mm -hmm. that's good. I'm glad. Yeah. Yeah. I was asking women too, like, what did you get from the conference or whatever? I didn't go. Um, but, um, I like to always hear that. I, like my, I'm sorry. I'm probably this is probably gonna sound bad. I put my hair anyway. Um, I whenever I don't think they do it anymore. But do they do testimonies anymore at the conference? Yeah. Um, I think a couple women went up, but it wasn't like a, it wasn't like something a scheduled. Yeah, yeah. So like mm -hmm. me and you were asked to give our testimonies way in advance. And, oh, you yes, know, whenever like because yes, no. that was at mm -hmm. Sea the Canyon. I, yeah. And so I remember I was being, I was asked to, like, you gave your testimony one year, and of course, years later, I gave mine. Mm -hmm. um, that was one of my favorite things about, <laughs> like, uh, the conferences. Oh, was the, the was testimonies. testimonies yeah. Just because, I mean, yes, the word was always so good right. and rich and everything, but I just, uh, I feel like whenever you can, like, hear others, um, their stories yeah. and, like, what they've walked through, mm -hmm. and then you're just, like, whenever, I, I mean, I don't know why yours so, stood out to me. Uh, only because I guess because we went to school together and yeah. I just, it was just uh -huh. like mind blown and stuff and so um, but I just remember I was like oh wow like I didn't know that and yeah. then you know just hearing others and I'm like man we all like have go through crap you yeah. know it's like we we have all this like junk and we don't like 
openly share yeah. it at times we're ashamed of things and yeah. you know even walking that's why I'm like you know going through the the stuff that I've been through and like I want to like even if I'm not fully yeah. like healed from it or I'm still walking through things in a sense mm -hmm. like I want to try to be open with some things um but I also I don't know just help people like yeah. and just mm -hmm. um so well, and I feel like giving my testimony mm -hmm. then as mm -hmm. compared to now is like yeah. I even have like more of God's word on it. Yes. Yeah. So because I have God's word on it, it's like, because really most people don't know. Mm -hmm. Like I've shared with you. Yeah. I may have shared with a couple other people, but most don't know, you yeah. know? And so it's like God's showing me how to share it too in an honorable way, Yeah. you know? And then too, like getting his word on it mm -hmm. so that because I have his word on it, it doesn't matter what anybody else says about it. Yeah. You know? Yeah, yeah. And so it's, you, yeah. Like do you get what I'm saying? saying? No, I get what mm -hmm. you're saying. Yeah. Like, I've already wanna... worked this out with God. Mm -hmm. And so if you want to turn around and take my testimony and, and like, like yeah. bash it or, yeah. like, say some other stuff or whatever, mm -hmm. that's like, okay mm -hmm. because I got God's word on it. Yeah. You know, we're good. Like, he and showed so, me this. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah, because that's one thing. It's like, the, I mean, the whole podcast is, like, no holds and, like, no holding back in a sense. But... I felt like I was even talking to God about it. It's like, how do you like, sometimes we feel like we have to hold back in yeah. a sense because we're mm -hmm. like, I don't want to trip people up. Like, you know, <laughs> like, I don't, you know, your word says, like, you know, yes. this is not whatever. Uh -huh. Like, I don't want to like cause someone to stumble um, because of my messed up right. mind or whatever, yeah. because like, like hear my heart behind it. You know, it's yeah. like, this is what I'm like working through. And so, mm -hmm. um, well, and I'll even say just like walking kind yes. of with you through your story and what yeah. some of the things that it's just like mm -hmm. brought more compat like I feel more compassionate towards it, like understanding what that world looks like. Yeah. You know what I mean? Uh -huh. Because uh -huh. since we have different stories, but you're yeah. struggling, we both have our own struggle. But mm -hmm. hearing what you have to say and sharing, you know, like led me to like, okay, I'm going to research this thing. I'm going to listen to more. I'm going to listen mm -hmm. to podcasts, you know, because... Yeah. It's mm -hmm. more than just like about you. Yeah, it's more yeah. of it like yeah. too. It's like we need to be able to come, like have compassion for each yeah. other's story it and then not just grace. be. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah. No, I totally. I mean, yeah, I appreciate you coming on, and I think yeah, I think it's been like an hour, right, guys? I'm sorry. Yeah, it's <laughs> what? No, I'm kidding. All right, we're good. Yeah. Um, mm -hmm. So I want to thank you again for coming on, and um, I hope and well, I know that it will because um, that's one thing we've kept it going because um, Jeremy kind of will take breaks here and there, but um, people will reach out and yeah. just kind of ask about it and stuff. And so uh, then we felt like there was still like a need, um, right. and and there was a vision there, and so now I'm. I agreed to help with, I mean, just taking turns and kind of just, you know, kids, life, everything. Y'all, y'all understand this, especially people with kids. So, yeah. um, I, uh, just want to thank everyone for listening and, um, we'll just continue doing this, walking this out. And, um, I don't know what else to say. <laughs> I don't want to be like Jeremy, like we out, peace. <laughs> like, I don't know what else to say to like end it. So, all right, until next time, we're out, peace. <laughs> What's up, everybody? My name is Jeremy Duran, host of the No Holds Podcast. I just want to thank you all for tuning in. Follow us on social media. Subscribe on YouTube. We are also on iTunes and Spotify. And remember, love is key. Peace. <laughs>